1: Guardian Singles with the fantastic Manic Attraction, that is from Feed Me to the Doves, the brand new album. And we've got Tom from Guardian Singles on the line. Morena, Tom, how are you today?
0: Uh, good morning, I'm great, thank you.
1: Hey, congratulations. Thanks for calling. Oh, thanks for chatting with us. A week <laughs> a week in the world, this brilliant record. I've been thrashing it, I know the BFM listeners have been loving it. How are you feeling having it out there now?
0: Yeah, it's good. a little surreal, because we had it kind of ready to go for a long time, and uh and we had the songs for a little bit longer than that even so it's yeah it's a nice feeling to have people responding to it the way they are i guess
1: yeah it's um
0: a- yeah
1: it's really cool to see. I, I feel like for people who maybe aren't totally familiar with the whole um, lineage of Guardian singles, you guys used to be a summer only project where um, the, you know various members of the band returned from overseas, like Fiona coming back from the states, and you'd play uh, a bunch of summer shows. So I imagine that it has been quite a, a yeah. while in the in the creation to get to this point. How how's how's the sort of live the land at the moment with the current lineup and the and the vibes you're working with?
0: I mean, I think our music's always been more wintery anyway and yeah. colder, so <laughs> it, it suits me. Um, current vibe's good. Uh, we're about to start our tour in a month. Um, we have just, you know, for the album stuff, we're actually playing at Wine Cellar in a couple of weeks with uh, a band called Bad Tastes down from Pornicare. Um That's Alphabet Head and an MC called Young Ghost. Uh, I haven't seen, haven't caught them live yet, but know David's other projects and he's an amazing guy. Um, like all from all seeing hand and stuff. Um, so we're playing yeah, we're playing with them in a couple of weeks, looking forward to that. We're gonna do an in store at Flying Out. Oh, cool. I think I can save th- I think I can announce that now. Yeah, we'll be doing that on Saturday, that's the seventeenth. And yeah. Um, no, just kinda of getting together to you know, hit the road and stuff. Um, everyone's feeling pretty confident about it. We've played a couple of times. We played with Greco Romanc and um, we did our own show a few weeks ago at Wembley Backroom and just kind of pretty, I'm, yeah, pretty pretty keen to get out and, and yeah. do it again, because
1: um, I w- really love it. Yeah, I, I mean, we love it too, and it's a really interesting record as well. I feel like the last album uh, w- was dealing with like maybe more kind of internal thematic stuff, whereas this is really reflecting back out on the world a little bit. There's a lot of almost political commentary that you've got going throughout this album, Tom. What was the writing process for this one like? I mean,
0: I guess it's sort of just stuff that I was seeing around me, but it's sort of put through quite an immature food processor in my head. <laughs> and it's kind of like, yeah, a lot of the times sort of scrawled out cartoons. I mean, I think, that, I think that the first record was sort of like that as well. I was just probably a bit more self-conscious and shroud stuff and layers of kind of inaccessible, like, either metaphors or just, like, making it make it like willfully difficult to kind of really get what i'm on about and Mm. it's kind of like a it's like a confidence thing i think sometimes as far as writing um i think that yeah with this stuff they're kind of like a collection of postcards i suppose yeah and there's some different characters involved um that i sort of created like um some of them are fairly sort of nightmarish but in some ways i'm trying to empathize with a completely absurd point of view that i otherwise wouldn't agree mm. with and that if it makes any sense um it uh, yeah. probably doesn't but it's kind of um yeah i also wasn't really setting out to make like folk music either like it's not my <laughs> goal to be like a political per, like a political band i mean sometimes i think the bands with the actual best politics make just the absolute worst music yeah. um <laughs> and, and and it's like it's not to say that people terrible politics make good music but um yeah i i guess i guess i try to it, it was just yeah it was just kind of almost like i saw this movie being made around me in yeah. real time or people thinking they were in a movie rather um or people that way people were taking in world events was like it's like cosmic horror or something yeah and i was just sort of maybe thinking about the side of like the vulnerability that gets you there in the first place rather than just going like you know, everyone, all these people are morons, and it's it's, it's, it's kind of, it's pretty easy to do that, because, you know, often they are, but it's just like, if you look at, say, the protests in Wellington and stuff, mm. like the people who, who were left over, the last people there, they were like the most vulnerable people yeah. in society, it wasn't that fuckwit from Rubicon, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. he was gone, you know, he was fine. So it's kind of, you start to kind of get a bit of a totally. a sort of sense of the way these things are kind of the power dynamics and this kind of stuff, and I guess that was kind of bothering me, and so I kind of, some of that kind of stuff made it in lyrically, I suppose.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel like that absolutely comes through, and it, it makes sense what you're saying as well, Tom, and I appreciate it. I think the, the sort of frantic energy of Guardian Singles is the right vessel for these type of conversations, because it feels cathartic after the uh, strange few years we've had, but it also i think feels fitting of the intensity of the last couple of years as well it must feel good to play them and and to be playing with the band again after the sort of uh stop startness of the last wee while
0: we actually kind of stayed together pretty like despite the real real like we caught it yeah austere lockdowns like and the different when the levels changed we were kind of we worked pretty hard throughout them um to be honest as a band we um we recorded this album under lockdown um well, you know socially distanced and masked and blah 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 like it was we, we kind of managed to get quite a bit done yeah. during that time as well and i think that's why we have this album um and it's definitely not it's not just like a well, there was no intention for it to be like a pandemic album Let, let's write about this thing and it just I, yeah mm. it, it just happened to kind of happen during that time and reflect what was going on because that's what was happening but yeah um yeah it, it does it's cool to be able to kind of just I don't know. There was, there was never really a normal for us, anyway. Like we, we just had um, a lot of stuff. Like a we got our we got our record label came to us during that time, and a lot of stuff, actually good stuff, happened for us. So it was like a a little kind of dopamine hit that was like the band was doing well. I mean, b- more people started listening to us during that time, and it sort of felt like stuff was happening in a way. Um, mm. It's just more the last year of um, both Fee and I becoming parents, and. Um, and her and her family living in Auckland, and I live up north, and we just were kind of in small child, baby land, <laughs> and that yeah. was like, that was, that was more of a like, uh, kind of a liminal space that I've never really experienced of, yeah, um, yeah being a parent, so that, that's kind of, I'm um, coming back after that, and that um, feels like I've more kind of surfaced to the earth again, more than more than the pandemic
1: even. Yeah, absolutely. I want to ask you, Tom, about the amazing video for Manic Attraction because we haven't talked about that and it's stunning. Tell us about the process of, of this animated masterpiece coming to life.
0: Well, the process is one guy in a room for six months doing it by hand.
1: Incredible. That's pretty
0: much it. Like, there's no, there was no shortcuts. There was no like AI kind of algorithm program that helped them do it. It wasn't Mid Journey. It's like he just did that by. I mean, yeah, it's. Um, I, I, mean, I think that it's probably not too far away that that could be achieved with different kinds of programs or whatever. But for now, it was. You know, we looked at different ways to do the animation, and it's just um to get that certain look and the feel to it. We wanted something kind of rough and sort of handmade feeling, but mm. sort of psychedelic and um, kind of not too, um, ah, oh, I you know, I liked it being a bit delirious feeling and stuff. And we, still, yeah. we, when we kind of made it come up with the concept, Luke was just like, I'm just gonna animate the whole thing, what do you guys reckon? I was like, that's oh, I think that's amazing. Um, and yeah, so he kind of I uh, had a few people working on with him, working on it with him at the end. Um, but yeah, it's just, um, he's an old, old mate of mine. Um, he's been in some amazing bands. We're both from Hamilton. So Shout out. Got that connection, um, yeah, and um, and yeah. So he's going to be working on our next one as well, which we're really excited about. Um, and yeah, um, I I don't know what else to say. It was just this kind of thing that was yeah. like you know sort of burning away. I saw little snippets of it like months ago, and I was just really trying to hold my breath and not sort of you know spoil it and get too excited about it or tell people like, how amazing it was, but. It, yeah, really sort of speaks for itself. and um,
1: It's totally incredible. You know. Yeah, Lu- Luke McPake, uh, as you said, is the animator. And if people haven't seen it, it's a must-watch. It's an incredible piece of art that's been created and perfect for the track as well. Uh, this is a really great album, Tom. I'm so excited that it's out in the world, and I'm so excited to see it live. Remind us again of the dates you're going to okay. be in Tamaki.
0: It uh, will be the 30th of July, which is a Thursday night, but it's the Thursday before the Matariki long weekend, so yeah, nice. Friday is like a public holiday, so come out on Thursday.
1: Yeah, love, um, a, love an early the, Friday. Think,
0: yeah, we're playing, um, yeah, we're playing on K Road, playing at Whammy. Um, I think there's a bit of a festival type thing happening around that as well, so there'll be a lot going on, but um, come
1: down and see us and bring money. Yeah, nice. Buy buy some merch, <laughs> buy some records, uh, pre- yeah. press to um, vinyl as well, um, and it's all up on Bandcamp yeah. too for people. Whatever whatever way you listen to music, there's a way it's to. All of the,
0: it's all of the streams.
1: It's on all the streams, yeah. The
0: streams, all but the streams.
1: I would say, yeah, uh, yeah. Chuck some, chuck some cash behind it as well. Buy, buy that uh, record, whatever way works for you. Tom, thank you so much for speaking with us this morning. We're going to listen to it's metal, metal fingers now, which is a, a track that I'm, I'm really loving at the moment. Have a really wonderful weekend, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, great. Thanks heaps. See ya. Cheers, Bye.